Hi guys, this is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. Let's go while we're young. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. B-Y-A Bushwood <laughs> Dude, sometimes you're just going to see how long you can go I, I could have gone longer there I cut it off early I cut it off early I didn't want to like lose my breath or, You know Start <laughs> coughing Alright, that's Casey Earl Flynn he is in Denver, Colorado. That's Corey Collins. He too is in Denver, Colorado. And I am McGee and I am in East Marshes, New York. And uh, what a weekend. <laughs> what a weekend. What, what a weekend. Um, I, you know, it's crazy the whole weekend, even no matter all the crazy stuff that was going on, whenever I thought about, us coming together and doing this podcast, I knew exactly where I wanted to start. And um, Corey, like you're, you have a, a background, like you've been in the same tournaments as Tiger Woods. I don't know if you've been in the same groups, but you've been in the same tournaments as Tiger Woods as a kid and shit. Like, what was it like? Like when I saw it, I knew then I wanted to ask you, but I didn't want to like ruin the, the, asking you on the podcast what was it like watching him like walk down you know max home let him go you know max home and uh, what's his name fitzy they let him go and and tiger walked over that bridge like were you feeling anything (laughs) how'd that go yeah i mean it's the career this guy's had i mean you know when we were well shit i'm two almost two and a half years older than he is so we were just I was just in the 12 to 14s and you know because that's how they break them out in junior golf like just by age groups so I was on the way out he was on the way into the great the age groups I was in but yes I, I've had the chance of playing in the same group with him a couple times one time by which in the Yorba Linda junior golf invitational um, in fact he's actually got one of the he won a golf bag and we got as a second prize you got other stuff and I wish I would have kept all this shit dude if I would have known where things were going, I would have kept scorecards and all that type of stuff, but he's got a golf bag in his locker at the world golf hall of fame. It's a Yorba Linda golf invitational. And it's the one that he won when him and I were actually dueled it out. But to get to your question, when we were younger, the guy was doing the most unbelievable things as he's always done. Right. He just, in the pressure moments when you have to make a shot or you have to make a putt or you got to do whatever you got to do, he just would pull it off. And and that's when we all knew that this guy is basically somebody like no other, uh, the goat, you know, I mean, that's eventually what he would become to be, but I can only imagine in his mind, I mean, you know, seeing him teary eyed and wiping his face and his eyes. And I mean, can you imagine, dude, it's, it's gotta be like, uh, you know, performing in Wembley stadium or I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's just gotta be the most surreal, unbelievable out of body, who knows what experience to, to go through something like that. And who knows, you know, for him to walk across uh, the Swilkin bridge that fast, uh, that to me says in my mind that he's not ready to quit. 
and he's going to keep going. And I know it's probably not going to be there until 2030, which is, you know, quite a ways out and who knows what happens to him physically, uh, mentally and game wise, you know, he's there. Uh, it's just his body. So it's a matter of where he's going to continue to take it and how hard he's going to work. But I will tell you this gentlemen, I have counted tiger out once in my life and I will never, <laughs> ever, ever again, do it again. Let me ask you, was it, did you do it when, um, when he drove the car off the cliff because uh, he was driving way too fast on that road? Or did you do it when his wife bashed his window and he crashed his car outside or whatever? However, that story went down and then all the mistresses came out. And then, or was it when he got arrested on the Ambien thinking he was in California when he was in Florida? Or maybe it was the other way around. Was it any of those three? opportunities because those are the three times i wrote them off (laughs) the 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 litany list that you just threw down of things that he's done that's just blowing your mind not only outside the game of golf but in the game of golf (laughs) yeah what's crazy is the two lists are like they're similar like like (laughs) inside of golf it's a lot more but outside of Of golf it's just as fucking crazy that he accomplished these things (laughs) well inside of golf i still cannot believe that people do not realize that for him to make I don't know how many cuts in a row he made through his career. It's, it's in the hundreds. And it, to understand how hard it is to make a cut, let alone in a major, the guy made, I, I, I wish, I wish I could Google it right now and find out the total number. If you guys have Google ask, you know, how many cuts tiger made in a row. I mean, that to me, he blew away anybody else ever that's ever done anything like that. It's by the hundreds and it's unbelievable. That's, that's the craziest stat that I think anybody this, this in the can't game be of true. golf. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This game. I'm be telling true. you, dude, the between, number is out of control. Between 1998 and that was, that was, that was when I, I was in college. I was a freshman in college and 2005, Right, he yep. made the cut in 142 consecutive events. 142, wow. bro. The previous record Not was 113 one by by excuse me by Byron Nelson, which in itself is that's fucking ridiculous. crazy. But that was a watered down. I mean, that was a much easier. Uh, of course, but I mean, you know, that's why we go back to the question: Who's the greatest golfer to ever live? Because you go to the different eras, right. And the different uh, equipment and techniques and competition and level of competition and number of competitors and, you know, however you want to shape it, the bottom line to me and what I'm getting to here is the, the first time I counted him out was the, obviously the, the, the problem with his wife. And then when he started to have problems just overall with me in the back and, and he just, he just was not, I mean, the reality for me is in golf for, for a guy like that men- mentally, I don't know if you remember this, but after the whole mistress thing and women and all that shit and blah, 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 sex addicts, you know, uh, anonymous and whatever he did and then coming out and making his debut or, you know, not debut, but his, his, his uh, television apology, if you will, he started to wear sunglasses. And to me, he never wore sunglasses before ever. And the reality is as a golfer, when you're in that environment and you're, you're the, you're in a fishbowl all the time, everybody knows who you are. You don't know who anybody else is. And he was putting the glasses on to hide himself. 
like, you know, if you were a little kid, you know, you would do things to like put glasses on, you feel invisible, you know, or whatever. Right. That to me was where he was mentally in his head screwed. And if he was mentally screwed, yes, he has the technique and the ability to play the game, even with all the ailments and the body problems and whatever you want to contrive to. But at the end of the day, mentally, I thought he was done. And that's when I counted him out. Because if you take the mental side out of Tiger, everybody can hit the ball. And, you know, for the most part, right? I mean, obviously, well, he, he can do things at certain instances when you have to do them. And that's where why he was Tiger Woods. But when, when you guys were 22, 23, when you were 24 and he was 22, he was doing things that a lot of the other professional golfers weren't able to do. And now, well, 100%. now a lot more golfers can do all the elite skills largely because they grew up watching him dominate and were like huh, i'm not gonna get left yeah, behind but, like everybody else did you know but again the reason why he was able to go up and over and above everybody was because of his mental fortitude and the yeah. way he was able to dial in when he needed to when he needed to make the shot whether it was a drive or a long iron or whatever he needed to do you, he always 9.9 times out of 10 pulled it off right and that was his mental that's where he is the strongest, best, most amazing golfer I think I've ever witnessed, no matter what I've seen in my whole entire life. Well, it's like it was amazing watching his entire career. And like, we're lucky. You know, I always get to say, like, I'm, 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 I'm one of the luckiest people because when I was a kid, it was during the primes of Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson, and Michael Jackson, all the three mics, you know. Um, I, you know, like we literally just got to watch greatness for the last 20 years. And it's a pretty fitting like and uh, if you know, I mean, I don't I don't see I don't see Tiger ever winning another major. But the fact that he came, you know, the fact that he won the Masters a couple of years, like what, two years ago. And then uh, and then he came back and, and played, you know, what I mean, after after shit, uh, an accident that would have ended a lot of careers. Um, it's, it's really amazing last chapter. If, if that's, you know, to his professional career or, or at least to like the, the major part of his, his professional career to watch him walk across that bridge was, was pretty cool. And he was touched, well, you know, you saw him, you saw him crying. Well, the one thing I wanted to point out and I didn't do it earlier because I got caught up in all the other stuff is when he, when he finished his round, I don't know if you guys watched, I watched the whole thing. When he finished his round, there's a, there's a stairway a huge stairway. They got to go up and over and then back down to get to where the scoring tent is. And when he was done after, you know, a couple weeks of playing golf, I mean, he'd been walking around. I mean, obviously not hardcore, you know, walking like a normal tour player would, but the reality is he, he double stepped going up those stairs after Friday, when he finished his round, he was double stepping. I don't know if you guys saw that but he was going two, three steps at a time and popping up that stairway. And then on the way down, the guy, his, the guy I, who's his, uh, st- uh, his uh, agent, whatever his name was, was walking next to him and couldn't even keep up with him going down the stairs. He was like about to trip on himself, keeping up with Tiger, walking down the stairway. So to me, what that says to me is he's getting stronger. And the more that he works on himself and the more he rehabs, and trust me, guys, <laughs> again, the other reason why Don't I will say never it, count dude. him out again. Casey, no, no, I'm just saying. He's Casey, coming how back. Many, Something's going to happen. Casey, how long do the odds have to be for me to get you to take the yes on will Tiger Woods win another major? 
I would take it at like twenty five to one. I think he. I think what? he could. I think he could. I think what the emotional part about that was is that the next time it's in St. Andrews, it's of that's, course. Then there's Correct. no way. There's Correct. That, that is the last time he'll ever be yes. able to compete. Correct. He will play there. You know, like freaking Paul Lowry played there. The dude's like sixty five years old. You know, like. And yeah, he actually Ernie Els good plays too. every. Ernie Els you know, always is always playing. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, it, Tiger, I bet Tiger plays there maybe two more times. He's not going to win there ever again. That's what was emotional. That's why he didn't. You're supposed to stop on the bridge when you're saying goodbye. He didn't stop on the bridge. That means he's going to continue to play there. He won't be competitive there ever right. again. But I right. think he, I I think he can win. I I know he can win another major. Um. I think it's fairly, it's pretty unlikely. Well, you're right. Maybe more like 40 to one, but I don't let's think look it has at it to like, that much. Let me ask you. So let's look at each one. Like it's a, the, I would think that the best, his best chance of winning another major is Augusta because he knows that shit like the yeah, back yeah. of his hand. He just yeah. did it, you know, a few years ago. Right. And it's the same course every year. That's a good right. point. Yeah. But I mean, but he's won at so many courses. He's won. That's true. I power, just, I don't you know, know. Like another, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think like it would be an, it would be an open championship or it would be uh it would be a master's. I, rather that's what than I'm saying. PGA I think, yeah, I, think it would be, I, I think it would be Augusta or the, all the British open ones. Yeah. He's played really Those well. are all good. Like, I would, I would yeah. still need, I would think I would want 75 or a hundred to one. I don't think he's going to do it. Um, I think he's got it. I agree with, I think he's getting stronger and he wants to come back even stronger. Cause that's just how he is. And it's yeah. taking time though. This is so, this just happened, you know, it still just happened with how severe his injury was. And I just think, in two years when he's skipping around and not doing rehab constantly and can actually practice golf, we might have well maybe we'll forget that ever happened and he's back winning at least or at least contending. That would be um, crazy. Well, that would be wild. Well let think about this, guys. Think about the fact nobody even talks about his mistress bullshit and what he you know, all that. Nobody even brings it, you know, <laughs> his so driving I'm saying. We're gonna on, on opioids. That yeah, dude. I mean, dude, two, three years from now, man, you're right. I don't, he is going to be skipping around on this fucking trophy. I don't slut and shame, I, <laughs> and I don't drug use shame, okay? <laughs> hey, cheers uh, to that. I'll drink to that, gentlemen. I, I am drinking to that right now. Chindon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this was, this, was, this was pretty wild. This was a pretty wild weekend, guys. That, um, that Weather kind of held up. There were some times where you got to see some wind start picking up and the and the flag start whipping. But that's that was pretty much. It was a shitty, it was shitty weather. But that was like tropical as far as their standards are. For the open. Yeah, dude. There, there's no way you get four days. I mean, I was in Bandon Dunes and I got worse weather than you know what I mean. Like, there's no way that place this time of the year where it is how it is, the wind. I mean, everybody was mentioning it. Everybody that's played there multiple years, multiple times, won championships, they're all saying the same thing. It just, it was, it was perfect, perfect weather. Yeah. Perfect weather. Couldn't get any better. It, it seemed like a good time, man. Everybody there seemed to enjoy themselves. Everybody seemed to be having fun. And then we, uh, every, and we as in everybody there and everybody at home, like us watching on TV, got a hell of a tournament like that was pretty entertaining start to finish 
Unbelievable. I mean, the only other thing that could have happened, obviously, is Rory obviously making some more putts. I mean, he hit flipping. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're huge greens. He had, and A lot of guys hit 18 greens, you know, all 18. I mean, a lot of guys did that, GIRs. But sure. we, you know, almost you're, you're, had, you're, we almost had the Rory DJ matchup. That would have been. That would have been nuts. That was a pretty good I mean, call. Yeah, when you brought that up, man, I was like, holy shnikes. If that happens, that would just be the shakeup. It would be the shakeup. If if Cam Smith would have bogeyed 17, which was really close to, but what an amazing um, – that is such a ballsy putt uh, when it, everything's on the line. And then, then Cam Young's, like, the greatest eagle I've ever seen probably by the way on 18. That would have tied it. Oh, I have the chills just saying that. Like, oh, my God, that would have been – screw Rory, Cam Young, and Cam Smith. That was unreal. Unreal, yeah. those guys. 64, 65 on a that's Sunday. That's it, 64, like, 65 in the same that's, group. That's, like, that doesn't Jesus. happen. That doesn't happen. And this kid's a rookie. Like, I've been talking about him all year. That is my guy. That's yep. my new guy. And uh, that, that eagle could have tied – oh, my God, that could have been – Amazing. That was I just, like how it finished because that was just what it was. Cam just was not going to miss. He was not going to, you know, of course he's going to birdie 18. I mean, he, you pretty much everyone was driving the green and he clearly was, he didn't three putt. What did he, he three putted once all week. They said all week. These people are, they're hitting it from a hundred. Rory had a 126 foot putt, which actually he put about three inches away, which is insane. But to have to not three putt all week or one time, I mean, unreal, unreal. So it was really it was a fitting in because, I mean, it would have been kind of weird if he three putted eighteen to tie. You know, I, I think it was, it was just wonderful, it's beautiful, amazing. Well, I mean, and I think Cam Young hit like a three wood, and that's put him like eight, twelve <laughs> feet, whatever it was. And then and then you got Rory, who is the best driver on the whole tour. Leads every yeah. stat on the driver right now. And he, and couldn't he comes even, up short. That was weird. I was like, did he, it was he must have missed it, I guess. But 100%, he didn't see no it. He was holding it like he felt like he liked it. But I don't no, know. No, you can see at the very like, end. He was very way end, short, too. Yeah. And okay. he leaned down. He goes, he goes, get up. He knew. He, go. And he, yeah, he knew oh, he didn't no. flush it. Yeah. Oh. It was but a wild here's, ending, here's the other thing. To talk about the putting. On Friday, I'm sure you guys witnessed this, but Cam Smith, like 253 or 255 feet of putts he made. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you kidding every me? Every putting record, oh, every record ever. Incredible. <laughs> Unbelievable. So cool. I mean, that's the other thing. Just, if Cam, if Cam Smith misses one of those like 60 footer, he made two over 50 footers, I believe. I mean, if you miss one of those, you have a whole different situation here. But he also could have made. He also lipped out on Saturday about, I mean, he could have won yeah. that tournament by 10 strokes if if those putts would have fallen on Saturday. I mean, they didn't. There is no if, but he wasn't missing his putts by anything. It was like just, which you could say the same with Rory God Almighty. That was kind of hard to watch. I mean, just 
he wasn't no. putting bad. They just don't fall sometimes, and but they didn't yeah. fall for Cam on Saturday either. They so. didn't. They didn't fall for Dustin Johnson all weekend. It killed me. You know, he still <laughs> took six, but Lord knows if he had been oh, in fifth or first, you, you don't I would even want, want a lot watch, more money. <laughs> you don't want to watch his three putt on eighteen. It was oh, not pretty. The I whole all day Saturday, you. all day Saturday, he was just leaving leaving strokes out there, leaving strokes out there. Ooh, I did yeah. it again. Um, well, and then ultimately, Sunday, ultimately, he seemed to have it all cleaned up, and then it, it, you know, he you know, kind of just blew it on the 18th. Yeah, well, what, what did it for Rory was I don't know if you remember, uh, 16, you know, he had smashed a drive down there, had like 240 or two, I don't remember, 256, whatever it was, hits an iron and then just hits on that right hand side. And man, that thing could have just careened down and just came up nice where the you know, he had to either have an eagle chance or, or make birdie for mm-hmm. sure on 16. And that's what did him in. And then obviously 18 was the killer. But, I mean, at the end of the day, man, you know, those are the two. I mean, you're coming down the last few holes. You, you got to make a birdie somewhere. 18, yeah. 16, I mean, to not make two birdies there, that, and that's ultimately really, well, in my, in his, my opinion, what did him in. That nine iron in the 17 was unreal. And it's like, oh, he's going to do it, you know, and he just – Again, I thought he hit a good putt. Just didn't go in. But no. um, man, no that was, was really hard, huh? That was seventeen. Is crazy. I don't know how unreal. he even. No one else was stopped. That's because he hit his drive so far. He could have a more of a lofted iron in there, but no one else could stop the ball on the green because they were hitting like maybe seven iron in or whatever. And but he had a nine iron and got it up. Well, and Cam Young had like a sand wedge. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he, I think he's second in driving, I believe. Oh, the dude he, just he kills it. Kills oh, it. You know, the, the only guy I think that puts more spin on the ball that I've ever seen, if you were watching Tommy Fleetwood, some of the shots he hit, wow. they would actually yeah. – I, I didn't see anybody else in that whole tournament spin the ball back mm-hmm. besides Fleetwood. Fleetwood had a couple shots into a few holes, and the ball would check and came back two or three feet. And I was like, he's just though? used to hitting it off those hard lines. Like, probably. Oh, hell yeah, yeah dude. He was that's, just pinching the shit out of it. That's why it was a good pick out of you. Yeah, it was unbelievable. But I mean, dude, I mean, when, when you, when you look at this spectacle, 150 years, 30 years at this particular facility, home of golf, the Holy grail as Roy Macro would say, I mean, you couldn't, I mean, the script was perfect. Obviously things could have gone <laughs> a little bit differently but it was just it was it was really just a, a fun exciting cool just i mean that's what sports is that's what golf is you know it's it's yeah. it's that's that's why gentlemen and 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 g i know you're gonna get mad at me i don't mean to get into a big debate about it but that's why live golf is is not what the game of golf is and I, what i'm gonna say to that is this mickelson DJ, everybody, hey, man, if you're going for the money, just say you're going for the money. Stop acting like you're saying it's betterment for the game. It's this or that. Nobody's now, granted, saying that. With, Sergio just came out. Sergio, about, Sergio just came that. out. Sergio Fuck just Sergio. came out today. Shit with Sergio. Sergio <laughs> literally just came out today and said, I'm not going to play the Sergio DP. Says. I'm not going to play the DP World Tour because I like playing fewer tournaments and spending more time with my family. That's exactly yeah, okay. what the whole Good. what it all means. You get paid Good more to Sergio. play to play fewer tournaments. That's called working. You're where you go to work to get paid. 
I, I totally, Greg, I'm not, I'm not getting into a discussion about getting. You just paid started a discussion. About no, 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 no. How no, come no, you get I'm to saying, make a point? And when I no, make no, a point, you don't, you don't no, want to no, have no. a conversation. Because about it. no, 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 you're, you're right. <laughs> no, what you're saying is hundred percent correct because we can go round and round all day about it. The bottom line is, is it, it, if they would have just come out and said, look, this is what we're doing and this is why we're doing it. The live tour gave them a script. They all say the same fucking thing. When Mickelson yeah. was at the PGA and they, or the U.S. Open or wherever it was, and they were asking him, when he finally came out and said something, he looked like a fucking alien. He, I've played golf with that guy. I've been around that guy. He was not the Phil Mickelson that we all know. He's, Yo, people he's totally following the company person. line. The same thing's happening on the PGA side. Who cares? These are just what people are saying. The point is, you go to work to make money. And these guys are going to work to make money, man. Let them go make money. Sergio isn't going to make as much on the tour on the PGA tour or the European tour as he's going to make on the live golf circuit or the live golf tour. So like, let him go do his job and make make money. Because he's a little fuck ass and nobody gives a fuck about him. We're not even talking about the fact that he's racist or not. I know he's racist. I don't (laughs) like the guy. I'm just saying like Sergio Fried Chicken Garcia is going to work. And the way you go to work is you go and you ply your trade and you get paid for it. And the right decision is to go where you're getting paid the most motherfucking money. I, I think what Corey's trying to say, which I agree with, and actually at the end of the day, it's about kind of the viewer and what's what why we enjoyed this weekend so so much is because it's fucking 150 years dude like it's so much like amazing like history and everything in it and i mean and that's why i think they should just why i don't care i don't see why they can't just do both right why but, is uh, it i don't see the problem with coexistence with but the point is but if a, a couple strokes why, had gone differently not, if a couple I, strokes I, had gone differently, we would have had a, a live golf golfer winning this tournament. You're right. You're All I'm saying right. is the reason why it was so cool, the reason why the match was so cool is because of just history and that's it. And and that's fine that they're not going to have that. Like we're all gonna, we're never well, gonna again. not watch the PGA, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's just irre- I think it's pretty irrelevant, which is what. How is it irrelevant when every converse, golf conversation? Look, I I didn't bring it up. It just came up again today. Like it it it's it's every conversation it comes up in, and so it's obviously not irrelevant. I just don't, it's the just not going to ruin the British. Well, how well, how could it ruin don't... anything? There's no ruining. That's Nothing has to be ruined here. Like the point that's what I'm is, saying. They the shouldn't point, let the it point, ruin it. The point is. It's there. There's there's all those golfers got to play today. Like there's not like they didn't get to participate in the history that is the open. They just the in between opens. They get to play whatever fucking tournaments they want in between now and next year when they come play the open. Hopefully, the the point is the point is the point is that. They can still appreciate the history of the sport and the history of the tournaments that mean something to them while I they're agree. still going to work and getting paid. They, they, there's no need for the two things to be separated whatsoever. I agree, but it, it is, which I don't know why. No, it hasn't been. There's just talk. It's just talk about, oh, they might ban them nope. there. There's talks about, oh, they might be getting world golf rankings now. Like, there's just talk. Now there's talk about the Department of Justice is going after the PGA. It's just talk. None of that shit's happened yet. 
right? What's happened is there's this alternate tour and it has some some pub right now. It has some burn. It has some attention. And it's an interesting social experiment to see what the fuck happens with two existing fucking with a startup trying to compete with this, you know, historical, uh, you know, entity. But as long as those golf clubs are able to go to the the, the majors, you're not yeah. going to you're you're not going to have a problem with like like we're never we're they're going to go get their money it's just work i agree now, I, I mean i just hope I that they let everybody go to everything that's what i want but i mean what if they well, don't so here's so here's suck? well yeah that's exactly where it's going to go and here's why the 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 uh, parameters by which you have to qualify and or be allowed to gain world golf rankings the official world golf rankings system there has to be, there's a parameter to where you have to have a certain amount of holes. It's going to take them a certain amount of time. It's type of the type of events that you are playing in are the only type of events that are where you're going to qualify. So the people that played in the U S open and the, the British open and potentially even the PGA prior, or, you know, was PGA was, what was it after the open or before? I can't remember if it's all jambalaya, but the bottom line is, is a lot of those players, unless they're exempt, from winning or what they have will not be able to gain the points, will not be able to get what they need to enter into the tournaments for the future. So eventually there will be a division. Well, and don't be surprised that, if the, if, if the change you see isn't that everybody comes out and says, no, sorry, nobody from live can play in these ma- these majors. If, 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 as opposed to that, the change we're about to hear is, Oh no, wait, live golf rounds count towards world golf, you know, rankings and then then there's no way you can keep them out you know so let's no, just you're see right. what the but fuck happens have to change. rather no, than no, just we assuming we, we know what's going to happen we keep saying like oh this is going to fade out or this is going to be you know maybe relevant or these guys aren't going to be able to keep going to major let's just see how the fuck it plays out right now this is fantastic drama this is more shit <laughs> to talk <laughs> about this is great this is great. Is, Enjoy the ride. Right. We we don't we don't know what will happen, and if Enjoy it does the happen, where the live where the live players and whoever wants to play whatever flipping tour they want, they want to play the Hooters tour, whatever yeah. you want to do. So but if the you end start day, talking shit about Hooters, I swear to fucking God, <laughs> dude. Uh, what I'm saying is, it doesn't matter if they decide to change the parameters and the rules to which they're already sanctified and they're already in place. Then yes, the live players will live on. No pun intended. And they'll be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And that's fine too. All I'm saying is, is there is division right now because of that fact. And what master chef was saying is the history of golf does not involve what live is doing and has never involved what live is doing. So that is the only delineation in any discussion is where history of golf is and where the future of golf is. And I agree with you guys. I, I haven't seen any of this live golf, but you have. And obviously Brock has, and he's the man on it. And I like what he says. And I like how he's very informative. And I love listening to him because I well, learn a lot about it. And guys, it's awesome. Big announcement, breaking news right here as we record this podcast. No fucking joke. I just got the alerts. Bovada is taking action on live golf next week. There we go. Finally, we are getting into the big time, gentlemen. <laughs> it is, uh, it, it was, uh, it was overdue, and now it, it, I'm just saying, so, I don't so they're, they're you're finally able to throw some money on. 
Yeah, that's yep. a big step, dude. That's a that's real huge. big step. That well, that's um, that's once we weren't even factor. this converse this whole podcast wasn't even supposed to be about we like we could have run this whole podcast without this conversation. Um <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but not, I just had to I it's crazy that you brought it up and then three minutes later, bing, 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 bing. My phone, like literally my tablet, my phone, my fucking, my, my, my laptop that we're recording on, everything just blew up. Already getting things happening on fucking Twitter. Like Live Golf just liked a fucking tweet about gambling on Bovada from the fucking BYA Live Golf correspondent. Brock White. Um, I think, like, what's what's Bovada? What's Bovada? Bovada is uh, offshore. Things? Offshore account, Casey. How's the how's Bovada work? Where are they based think, out of? I think, uh, I, that's a good question. They're just another way to gamble online. Yeah, it's one about. of the bigger online entities. I don't think it's a hundred percent regulated. I believe they are an international uh, entity and not. Um, they don't go through like state by state regulation. Gotcha. Um, but they make, uh, I make, know they make enable. sense they would do live then well i mean it's a <laughs> both sports are <laughs> you gotta understand both sports have global appeal it's uh, not just the united states product on either side i was totally digging in there g i was trying to get you fired up more than i already have now i mean it's it, there's nothing you didn't take the bait say. there's nothing left to say i can finally gamble on it it means <laughs> it's a real sport all yeah. right speaking of gambling so what what odds was Cameron Smith? I don't I don't remember what his odds were. Do you guys well, remember? He was twenty two. That's yeah. pretty good. I mean, pretty good. Pretty yeah, fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Pre- I wonder what young then, was. Um, young had to be pretty like high. The same he? twenty. I mean, he's, he had twenty five, I think. But he, uh, yeah, his odds have changed so much since I started getting betting on him. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Sure. Yeah, you move lines, buddy. Remember, he was a hundred. He was 101 the first time, and then I yeah. was like, "Just watch. Next week he's going to be 40, and he yeah. was. And now he's now it's forever ruined. The kid's going to be t- never over 25. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, somebody, somebody uh, with Cameron Smith. I mean, if you put some money on him, man, whoever that, whoever they are, and all of them, happy people. Well done. Hey, where and now is- we know how many beers it has. Yeah, uh, it's in the Claret Jug. He's cool. awesome. Where you gotta think. What, what would your guess be? What would your guess be? Because I thought it would have been more than two. His guess was two, and I was like, "No it's way!" Not it's that like, big. No way! It's not no. that big. It's pretty small. And maybe, right. and he might be. You know, where's he from? Australia, dude. Yeah, so, so he might be using the fucking barrels. The, the big fucking, ones. yeah, the big old <laughs> the big barrels. The foster cans. Yeah, the big cans. Um, <laughs> Hey, where's the next Open Championship next year? Oh, uh, Hoy Lake. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah That's a pretty one. Too. That's yeah. a good one. Um, And then, dude, as much as I like the bang, 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 bang of the new major schedule, this whole eight months off or something between now and the Masters is, is long. Yeah, we got the playoffs, but then yeah, you're right. Then it's pretty long. We yeah, still it's, got it's, a couple it's, tournaments. It's, it's 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 nice because it's summertime, it's golf time, and you want to be you know in, you know engaged in doing this. But I agree, it's something else has to come up. And I guarantee you, I mean, the FedEx Cup was all derived really. If you think about this, let's let's and I, I hate to bring it up again, G, but when when uh, 
uh, Greg Norman tried to do a live type of alternate or, you know, sister back in the early nineties, mid nineties. Um, that's what sprung the FedEx cup. So now that he's doing this live thing, you already seen, I mean, look at the, the shit, dude, Cameron Smith won two and a half million dollars. That that's the largest, that's like up 30% from where it's been ever before. So, you know, and, and a lot of the PGA tour events are starting to raise their, this, this, like we said, this is great for the game of golf, no matter how you look at it because of PGA tour, like you said, you're going to work to make money. They're starting to realize that there are situations where they need to improve upon. And like anything, any competition is good because it makes the competitors realize what others are doing and what they can do better and what they, whatever can improve upon. So with all those factors involved, man, it, it's, it's exciting because it's all just going to get bigger and better. And you never know. There could be some sort of who knows what they put together. Won't be a major, obviously, but something to where it will be exciting. Uh, yeah. And there's this big gap that's getting filled left and right with all kinds of events. There was an opportunity, you know. Yeah. Yep. It's okay. Yep. <laughs> it makes sense, you know. Um, yeah. I, I do see I do like that the FedEx Cup and, and the playoffs have more space than they used to and they're a bigger deal because of that, you know. And so um the, the it I also there's a good the good part about shutting down at the quote unquote end of the season, right? And shutting not having to compete with the NFL on Sundays. Right when yep. your, most of your tournaments traditionally end, I, it, there's a wisdom to that, and then you start mm-hmm. ramping up as soon as you know the, the the winter comes along when people are stuck in their house and like seeing sun on the TV. You know what I mean? Yet, yeah, so you start ramping up in the winter with the uh, the official start. Of, you know the big big early events and being the Masters and, and so yeah. everybody starts a spring. It's there's something very beautiful to the chronological the, the chronology of it all. You know. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, there's a, there's a rhyme and a reason. Um, the, the rhyme just has to get tighter and, and a little more dope like Wu-Tang and they'll be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, listen, this was fun. And, um, uh, usually I would just say goodbye, but not just not allowed to do that anymore. Not, not allowed to just say goodbye at the end of these conversations. Hey, before you say goodbye, G real quick, Hey, master chef, we yep. got to play some golf because I haven't played golf with you yet. But I got to tell you this. Cam Young reminds me of you, bro. I don't know what <laughs> it is. You, oh, dude. Wait till, you meet, wait till you meet Brock White. Uh, yeah. Oh, no way. Really? Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Can't wait. Same haircut. Same height. Same build. Really? No, you're, think, you're thinking. We, we think. Tim and I think he looks like Cam Smith. Yeah, that's what I was. Uh, oh, no. did you say? No, Cam I'm Young? talking about Cam. Yeah. I'm talking about I'm Cam. Be doing, yeah. I'm gonna be doing hey, that forever. Speaking of that, speaking of that, in fantasy, guess who's the only person that took Cam Smith? And guess whose birthday it was on Sunday? Who? Yours. Our very own Timmy Nebraska. Timmy oh, motherfucking yeah. Nebraska. It was his birthday, and he had Cam Smith. He was the only person that had Cam Smith. Did anybody have um, the other Cam? No. So he got the bulk of the points this weekend. Yeah, he killed yeah, it. Good for him. Yeah. So happy right. birthday to Tim. Yes, and happy birthday yeah, to Tim Nebraska. Hey, listen, BYA Bushwood is a part of the BYA 
BPNB Yappin, the Bet Your Ash podcasting network. It is available at betyourash.com and all of the finest podcasting platforms. And we're on social media. It's at Bet Your Ash Pod. So um, that's for Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. So uh, I think I just, I think I got everything. And um, you nailed uh, it, dude. Nailed it. All right. Uh, 350 down the middle. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. guys. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.